You are now listening to The Goal, where global opportunities are limitless, featuring entrepreneur JC Polonia. The fact that you're telling me I'm doing too much means that you're doing too little. And TV personality Anthony Carlo. So don't be afraid to take on the person that makes you doubt yourself. Hello and welcome everybody to the Gold Podcast. I'm Anthony Carlo here along with JC Polonia. What's up, what's up? We are excited. As always, I feel like we start every podcast saying we're excited to be talking. Well, we have to be. If we weren't excited, we wouldn't be talking. That's very true. That's a lie, though. Some days I'm tired, but I still talk. (laughs) You can be tired and excited. Yeah, you could be. I feel like the excitement overrides the fatigue, though. Exactly. That's 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 exactly what happens. But we have to do it for anybody who's listening out there. We have to do it for myself. How about that? That's how about that? Just we have to do it for everybody listening. But today is like today is going to be a bit of a therapy session for me because I was already texting JC. Um, I think I told you right beforehand that at some point that I had trouble coming back from vacation. Yes, yes, yes. Um, recently went to Punta Cana in the, the Dominican Le- Republic. The Dominicano over here. Dominicano. Dominicano. What, what, are you, what are you again? You're not, I'm Dominican. You're Dominican. Yeah. Right? yeah. I thought you were Dominican. You were in my palace. Yeah. So, wait, wait. But you've never been to Punta Cana. No, I have been. Oh, you have been I to have Punta been, Cana. I have been. I have been. Punta Cana, Puerto Plata. Oh, boy. Shout out to all of my Dominicans out there. You know <laughs> what I'm talking about. Fuego. <laughs> Exactly. Fire, fire. We had two waiters who the whole time would, would see us at dinner. And every time they would see us, they'd be, fuego, fuego, fire, fire, <laughs> fuego, fuego, fire. They're funny. My people are funny. Oh, My people are definitely funny. I love funny. your people. They're, They're great. Yeah. They're a good time. Uh, if you get the right ones. <laughs> if you get the right ones, I sound racist to my own people. <laughs> I didn't say that, ladies and gentlemen. I, I, I can't. No, I'm just kidding. Nobody should. Uh, <laughs> but I will because I know too many on my part. So I'm speaking out of personal experience, <laughs> not, not any generalization. Some Dominicans are great. Others, I don't even want to be around for more than five seconds. So No comment. That, <laughs> no comment. <laughs> You're not allowed well, to say you, it? I mean, you've lived in the Bronx. Yes. I work in the Bronx. Yes. So it was funny the fact that when I went on vacation it wasn't really that different because I work you know I work alongside so a lot of Dominicans of in the course, Bronx of course and then you know but it was nice seeing where they originate from yes. it was nice seeing the homeland yep. and I, you know it was weird I felt this almost like this special connection with them because <laughs> I, I knew them from the Bronx so That's when I was away funny. in Punta, Punta Cana it was just like I don't know I felt like I was seeing like like a deeper look at the people that I see every day. The funny part is you were just at the hotel. You haven't even like gone no, deep into yeah. the country. Like and that's what a lot of people would say. They'd be like, you didn't really see DR. Yeah, you no, you, you get the, the tourist vision of what it is. Right. You know, you don't really go into DR until you take a rock and throw it up at a tree to <laughs> knock. No, you think I'm <laughs> to knock the you, what? The, the knock down. No, no mango. So mangoes. You mangoes. take the mango, you wash it with a little water, <laughs> bottle of water and you peel it right there. That's when you know you're actually in DR. Now when I go back, I'll remember to do <laughs> no. that. I remember seeing it's crazy when you drive into the actual resort area, yes. you go through tons of farmland and a lot of impoverished communities. Yep. You know, I mean that's just how it is and it, it's different I think probably from the rest of the island because mm-hmm. there's probably more um urban areas, but we were like in legit farmland. Yep. where people were just like feeding cows and you know some of them just honestly living on the side of the road and yeah. in like shacks and no, it was sad kids barefoot yeah, everywhere kids, yeah mm-hmm. and then you you drive into the resort area and you realize that it's like a whole different world you know right there there's a reason why practically every like when we look at the statistics and 
here in the U.S. where we're very privileged and we're getting a little off topic and we'll go back to our topic. But I think it's important for people to realize that because you bring up a good point about it. Um, most Americans, right, we live below, quote unquote, like our poverty level and the standard that we have set. Right. But genuinely, most Americans are in the top three percent of the entire world as far as wealth yeah. and economics. Yeah. Because we we're here and like, quote unquote, poor, but unless you've gone and experienced what true poverty really is and it's like yeah. living in tin air like literally houses made of just tin foil yeah over the top walking around barefoot completely um having to walk two miles literally just to get fresh water from a river yeah, because yeah. you don't have any running water you we you take start what we to, have for granted oh 100 poor here do. is not what it is to be poor elsewhere no definitely not and i take that just from experience because i've seen it like I, literally where i when i go visit dr and right. my quote-unquote homeland i mean i was born in the u.s but my family originated from there sure. like my grandma and my mom literally came they migrated to the u.s i don't even know if that's the proper verb for it but <laughs> I think they, it is, yeah. they came they to the u.s here, yeah, but they migrated yeah yeah but so they migrated yeah my grandma made literally her living from like cleaning other houses and like sewing she was really great at sewing so she developed a clientele so my grandma was almost her own little entrepreneur which is kind of, kind of now funny now i see where it comes it runs from in my now i see where it comes from i've never told about i thought that. you were a trailblazer here no, it's really man. your grandmother She's who, who, who yep. enabled you? She set the standard. She set the tone, man. That that woman worked her butt off to make sure that my mom, my aunt, and myself had the life that we were able to have now, you That's know? Awesome. So I'm trying to take that, take that first initial root that she planted and yeah. build the tree out now for the rest of my life. So I Absolutely. can come back and pay them the same way that she paid us with blood, sweat, and tears. Um, but... That's inspiration, right there. <laughs> that, that, that's a good way to start this podcast off. Should I tell everybody the reason why I started yes. this about my vacation? It wasn't just it. to enlighten you about the fun that I What's had. What's Anthony been up which, to? That's the new I segment. I have two hours for you for that. If you want to tune into a different episode, I'll tell you all about the fun I had. Um, but you know, moral, the moral of the story, I guess, is that you know, going away, I was, I was really. I was really grinding before I went on vacation. And I don't know if I mentioned this to you, but I, I kind of realized this as time went on and it, it really, it kind of stood out to me. I was like, wow, I didn't realize booking a trip and deciding to go on vacation made me a better human being before I actually went. Cause your preparation, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. The preparation. So the month and a half, and it wasn't even that long of a time. I yeah. booked vacations in the past where I had six months to get ready. Mm -hmm. It was a month and a half really. And I started eating healthier. I started making sure I didn't miss a day in the gym. I was making sure that I was making the most out of every opportunity to work mm -hmm. because I knew that for five days I wouldn't be working and I, I would be feeling guilty about mm. being away from working towards my goals. And that's exactly how I felt coming back. But I realized that all of that, uh, you know, that preparation mm -hmm. really helped me have a month plus of, of good hard work. And that, and that stuck out to me. And that's something you helped me realize because I, I think I, I had realized that when I was telling you that I felt guilty about booking the trip to go away. Yeah, we were out to a diner, I remember it. Yeah. It was that day. Yeah. And then we, we took it back and it was like, at the end, we. We realize that you need that time away sometimes because you come back better than ever. But in some situations, you get adjusted to those five days and then it's hard to transition. Mm. And that's exactly <laughs> what we're getting into, right? Yeah, yeah. This, this, this whole podcast is all going to be 
from Anthony's perspective, he just literally recently came back. How many days ago now? Uh, came back on Monday night. So Monday night. It was a, it was it was a few days ago. Yeah. It was like three four days ago. So we're recording this on Friday. So it's been four or five days, and you still don't feel like how you you were acting when before you left. Exactly. So so there's a couple of, there's a couple of things that I feel like go into that. There's the physical and the mental. Yeah. So when I came back, obviously physically, I didn't feel good. I mean, I went, you know, I was obviously indulging that might in be food and 10 alcohol. shots that you took the night before, <laughs> but just kidding. It, it wasn't 10. It was eight. It was oh, eight. my now bad. See, my now, bad. Now you're adding two more shots <laughs> onto it. You're tacking those on. I mean, I'm low enough right now. No, eight, is too, eight is too little. You're right. You're right. Uh, no, I was just kidding. I was 10. No, <laughs> <laughs> no but, um, but, you know, physically, yeah, the alcohol, the food. Yeah. I mean, you mind you, I was eating. I was very strict in my diet before I you went. You were in a prime state before you left. I was. So it was like you jumped ship from like a pinnacle. And then I'm not saying that it's a low point to be indulging in food and alcohol no. and happiness, literally right. what you were going for. But it was completely different for your body physically and mentally to get the nutrients that it was getting before right. to then not really feeding it what it's supposed to, to perform at its highest level. Exactly right. And it, it was almost like I was clasping on to my rigid lifestyle mm -hmm. as the trip was starting. Yeah, I right. remember even at the airport, I ate, I ordered an omelet and I didn't eat the home fries because I was trying to cut You're back so on carbs. Yeah, yeah. And that was the day I was actually going away. And I remember that first night being there, still trying to monitor by the third day, I was completely gone. <laughs> I, I, was, I was gone. I was eating whatever I wanted. I was waking up to no breakfast, going straight to lunch, putting pizza, fried chicken on my plate. That's I was drinking. Instead of um, you know uh, waking up and having orange juice, I was drinking whiskey. I mean, it was just, that's <laughs> a joke. That was actually a, a friend of mine I went with did that. I didn't do that. Not him. Not him particularly. But that, but only on the fourth day. Only on the fourth day. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but literally, that's, that's how... You know, it went. It yeah. was like I was clasping on to that that um, you know that that rewarding lifestyle of waking up every day, eating right, you know, not drinking, not you know, working hard. For me, that all goes hand mm -hmm. in hand. 100%. It's not you know diet, working out, working hard at work. That all it's all intertwined for me, and mm -hmm. it, I think it is for a lot of people out there. But the difficulty was coming back. It was hard to break it. A Mm -hmm. break the habits of eating unhealthy and uh you know feeling like you just want to hang out all day and also so physically I, I felt bad and then the mental part the physical part disappeared in a couple of days of i would course. say a day or two after being back and going to the gym and waking up to my veggie smoothie every day things got better it's the mental part of it that still i'm trying to get myself back to yeah and that's honestly the hardest one yeah, it's like that's why when it comes to like weight loss and like physical transformations and things like that, like people find the gym to be easy. I mean, most people do. Right. They, they'll go. They're like, ah, it's one hour. I'll pump it out. I'll work as hard as I can. But then where they struggle and myself included, honestly, a lot of times is I go home and then or whoever goes home and we're like, OK, so let's eat whatever because oh we went to the gym that's we were good thought. yeah, yeah they think thought. that that's but literally. i'm actually not like that by the way really i'm actually if i'm not working out yeah i feel that i can eat whatever i want and then when you're working out, when i'm working out i hold myself 
to that. See, I I get that feeling for like the first three to four hours after I worked <laughs> out, <laughs> and then after that, and then you come, just cave. You yeah, have come chip like nighttime. Night. I'm like, oh yeah, uh, I worked cookies, out today. Uh, we're good. Pizza. So I've noticed that shift. It's funny, um, but no, but yeah, there's the, two types of people. They're exactly like that. It, it's funny that it's either you're like that where mm -hmm. you 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 work out to start your day and then you feel like guilty about eating something putting else anything worse. bad yep. in your body because you're ruining your workout and then there's those that feel like they can go to mcdonald's yep. right after they worked out and for some it's metabolisms so that may work but True. for for mo i feel like most people you're kind of just putting yourself back to where you just were you take two steps back it's exactly. like you take one step forward with working out and then you think oh yeah let me reward myself and you take two steps back exactly and it's like one day is not going to be sufficient for you to be able to accomplish what you wanted so why would you reward yourself right literally if you don't see that um but yeah but it's it's the mental part that becomes the biggest struggle and not only that but the mental will affect your physical i'm surprised you were even able to get your physical back at least as far as getting to the gym yeah because that was tough yeah that was, but that was something that i had actually ingrained in my <coughs> mind that even though i was going on vacation mm -hmm. you know i worked like i said a month and a half i worked hard in the gym worked hard on the diet i said to myself i have to i cannot spiral out of control when i come back because i'm a very um i'm a very all-in or 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 nothing nothing at all god I'm the, yeah i'm, the same I'm way. if i am if i go on vacation and i splurge for five days mm -hmm. it is very hard for me to break that chain of splurging when i come back but i told myself i said listen you're a couple months out from summer why in the world would you want to waste all of the hard work that you put in a month prior to the vacation? Literally like 45 days straight. Right. Just, just, going to, in. just just to gratify your, your you know, all of these, um, these temptations. satisfaction. Exactly. The yep. immediate satisfactions. So that I was proud about because I, I didn't go to the gym the first day back at work, which was Tuesday. Mm -hmm. But I did go Wednesday. I did go Thursday and I did go today. Nice. And I, and I, I had to do that. Nice. I had to do that. I had to cleanse my body. I had to take a wheatgrass shot at the gym every day. Yep. I had to do my, my fruit and veggie shake when I got up. Because if it wasn't, if I didn't do that, mm. I would have plummeted and I would have continued eating poorly, continued, um, you know, feeling that, oh, yeah, whatever. You could have a drink, do whatever you want. And tornado then, of chaos. A tornado like, of chaos. And then that would have spilled over in at work and prevented me or prolonged me from getting back to the mental state I was in before I went away. 100%. It's funny. I... I notice it too. It's like as far as like so many people say, health is wealth, and like it, it's it's true. It's the truth. Yeah, I didn't want to believe it because I like pizza. So <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell I, me those lies. Like I I didn't want to believe it. I'm like, what are you talking about? Pizza makes people happy. <laughs> pizza yeah. is technically a vegetable. It okay, is. Ladies There's tom the the tomatoes are a fruit, but yeah. it's okay. <laughs> um, you can make a cauliflower crust. That's fine. It works out. By the way, I don't know if you know this, but there is a pizza. I'm going to shout out a restaurant right now. Free publicity. Free plug. It's in Bronxville. Okay. I don't know if anybody familiar with Bronxville. Small, ritzy town in Westchester, uh, close to where I live in Yonkers. And there's a pizzeria called El, El Bacio Trattoria. Did you pronounce that right? I did. Yeah, oh, okay. I'm Italian, bro. Come on. <laughs> You're right. I, I thought you were Dominican. My <laughs> no, fault. Well, you went yeah, down. To I'm part <laughs> Dominican. I'm not getting into that. Um, <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> bring it back. Bring it back. Bring so it back. Italiano. Bring it back. 
<laughs> oh, yo, this podcast is going all types uh, of places today. You guys are getting a good one. A little um, inside look. Yeah, a little inside look at the real us. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> You've been seeing the real us. We're just on chain today. Just We're off funny. the leash. That's what happens. He's not in his mental state. So <laughs> That's it. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> the plug. The they, plug. So they, 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 they serve a uh, salad pizza. Okay. And um, it's it's not just a salad pizza. It's your it's your expensive, radicchio and dark leafy greens like that nice. are really good. It's but it's the the chopped mozzarella and the um, the olives that they use and the avocado mm. that they put on top of the pizza with a drizzle of balsamic. It's it's really good. It was just a side note because you said you you like to indulge in pizza. S- you see, but there's like, a way to do it healthy. Oh, I mean, I guess you're right. Healthier. I I find it funny when people take like a regular slice of pizza. And then they put broccoli on top of it. Broccoli. And then they think that, oh, yeah, it has oh. broccoli. It's healthy. I'm like, no, 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 no. no At no, that no. point, you're just adding more calories exactly. to the slice that's already there. I have a friend who thinks that he could get a cheeseburger, but if he orders it on a whole wheat bun, <laughs> it's he's okay. in the right direction. <laughs> I'm like, no, that's, that's what, not how it works. That's what some people think is balanced. Right. That's what some people think is balanced. Um, but well, you were saying how, 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 how um, you enjoy to eat. How that's yeah, no, and then because we were talking about health and wealth, and I realized how like I am in a completely different state of mind when I am going to the gym, and right. like when I am eating healthy, and what I noticed it well in my work. With. I've noticed yeah, you've been doing well. I've been trying. I'm on this hold to anybody who we probably haven't put it on a podcast in a while, but recently, um, it's actually been probably 15 days ago. I told my Instagram story so that they can hold me accountable, and everybody who follows me, and I got actually a bunch of people that are on board. Um, I've been like messaging, messaging them every other day or so just to see where they are with their goals, but just a 90 day challenge to like get people in the right state of mind and set some goals that are accomplishable between that time frame from here to now. Um, so obviously I have my own business goals, but health is one of the goals that I have right now that I'm really trying to go for. Um, you but I do a lot in a few months. Oh yeah. When you put your mind to it. Dude, that's what happened when that, that my junior year, no sophomore year of college that summer, I literally lost six pounds yeah it was like in one summer but yeah. i was i was a maniac because i was obsessed like i was literally obsessed That's how i with, used to be with yeah, health right dude i was every single gram of protein every single gram of carb every single gram of fat was literally tracked into my body dude we did the same we did the same thing <sighs> yeah we did the, i mean you probably had a bigger showing of of results but because that's because i was in a worse no, place but no, like, i'm just saying but you know <laughs> how many pounds though, did you 60 pounds i went from pounds. 275 to about 210 like that's 206. A, that's honestly amazing Dude. and I, I can relate to you because i, I mean what i probably lost maybe 30 40 pounds that's still still crazy. still big people would love to get that just that alone yeah, but it was it was that way there was no other way i was going to do it mm-hmm. other than being obsessed with the success of it all and it's because of the personality type like you mentioned it's either you're all in that's or it. you're not you're that, all in or you're all out and that's that's what happened so i was all in for those like 60 to 70 days or whatever it was for the summertime i was probably 90 um by that point but i told myself i'm like all right if i'm gonna do this i'm gonna go and then but when i was done i kind of lost track of that like i didn't crazy gain weight again right off the bat because my body like i still did it the right way it's not like i went on some fad diet that like only lasts you for like a few weeks or so right so it still took a while but i ended up gaining some weight again so i went from like 206 i'm literally giving you guys all of my whole life (laughs) (laughs) back to like 224 um and i was like 
damn it. I was going to say another <laughs> word. Um, but I wanted to get, get back down to that 206 mark because right. I was like, I felt good there. Where I are you at like, now? You mind if I ask no, you? No, I'm at 222. So okay. two pounds down from so you can when do I started. It. Yeah, I mean, I think it's still possible from with 75 days. If I did 60 and 90, you know, I yeah. can do it again. Um, I just need to stay consistent. The only thing, and we'll, we'll get back to, I guess, the main question I want to pose to everybody yeah. here in a second, but just to finish a thought on this, the only f- danger I feel like with setting ourselves up the way we do mm-hmm. with I'm going to go hard for two months You're and then coaster. after that is that you roller coaster, yeah. is that after that you feel the necessity to celebrate mm-hmm. or cheat a little bit and then all of a sudden – it becomes, you, it all. you know, all of a sudden now three weeks just nose diving yep. and going back to eating whatever you want to eat and not working out. And I'm guilty of that all mm-hmm. the time. And, you know, uh, there's a coworker, there's somebody I work with and he's a co- good friend of mine. And he's always like, you know, moderation is key. Yeah. And it really it really is because you can be a machine. You know, that's just how we're built. It's like we when we have our eyes on a goal, we want to operate only about that goal for a certain amount of time and that's all we think about that's all we do but you know sometimes it's it's not the worst thing in the world to go off Mm -hmm. you know kilter for a little bit during that time just so that your body is not in some sort of you know shock mode at one point where it's like craving something that it needs you know you need a slice of pizza you need a beer and then all of a sudden it turns into a spiral out right. of control. It's, it, it'll help you keep balance, and it's and again, I genuinely I do think that's true, um, but I do think it it all depends on the people that are trying to implement it because right. it's like it will work for some, and then some people can't cheat at all because if they cheat once, they can't right. get back into that rhythm. Right, uh, and that's what I think. I feel like I've tried to change, and I'm sure you've gone through that too. Um, it's funny. Shout out to Andy Frazella right now. I don't know for anybody who follows him. He's doing a 75 day hard challenge. Um, and I mean, this is nowhere near where what I'm doing. I was literally I just set a few goals and his way is probably a lot better because he has some practical steps that you literally need to do every single day. And if you miss it, you have to start over from day one. So that alone is like enough to (laughs) motivate somebody to never stop. But they're simple things. But the purpose of it is, and I think this is what we're going to get into a little bit more, is is to develop the character and the hardship inside of you to stay consistent and bring back your mental state to a point of peak performance. Because when you are able to go for something 75 days straight without any break whatsoever, I know it seems obsessive and I know it seems like it's a lot and trust me it is even if they can be simple things like for this challenge for him it's you have to work out twice a day one of them inside one of them outside doesn't matter really what it is um he doesn't hold you to anything you have to follow a diet your choice of the diet it could be a keto diet it could be a a flexible diet whatever you want but you shouldn't cheat if you set the standard set your standard there um you have to read 10 pages of a non-fictional entrepreneurial slash personal development book um, you have to drink a w- gallon of water a day, and you have to take a progress picture every single day. This is Andy's challenge. Yeah, that's Andy's challenge. <clears throat> and they're not hard things as individual tasks. And there are people are people were like looking at the challenge. They're like, yeah, this is easy. Like I can do that. Like I'll take a picture, drink a gallon of water, read ten pages, and go to the gym twice. Like <clears throat> you think you're set. It takes time though. It's yes, but here's the thing. It's not. And it's again, it's not meant for the physical purpose. It's meant to develop 
the mental state that you need to feel like you can accomplish anything you want. Right. The hard part is is not the actual things themselves, but it's the consistency and the resilience over 75 days straight to not break. Right. So, oh, your friend's birthday is coming up. I just want one beer. No, you can't. No alcohol at wow. all. You know, so it's like wow. it, it's those moments that it's like because you're 40 days in. Most people would say, oh, all right, I'm 40 days in. Right. Whatever the case is, my boy only turns 25 once. Right, like right. I need to enjoy with him. Right. And then that's where they fall off. Huh. So it's like you didn't actually complete what you said you were going to do. And that's the purpose of it is complete what you want to do and what you set to do without any deviation, because that's what will develop that mental state. Right. And that helps build good habits. Yes. And, and character. You know, again, you know, I, I still I understand that. And yeah. I understand that, you know, certainly that can help your mental toughness definitely can develop you you know, mentally make you unbreakable in yep. certain situations. Um, physically, if we are talking physically oh, yeah, though, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't think that's the best way to go about something like that. Just for the only, just for the simple fact that, okay, you're not going to have your, the beer on your, your friend's birthday, right. but you are going to have another beer again in your lifetime. Oh, of and course. when you do, yeah, <laughs> you may have 12. You know right. what I'm saying? Like <laughs> no, that, for sure. That's but the only reason. Here's why he says it. Like it, again, it's, the reason is it's not supposed to be a physical transformation. Right, and that's what I'm saying. Right? I understand so that aspect, the mental thing. The point is is that he's trying to state that once you develop and you actually, if you are able to actually go through that 75 days with all of those things in place and not deviating even a little bit, after those 75 days, he's putting a guarantee, like a personal guarantee with his reputation that you will be able to accomplish practically anything that you set your mind to. Because you have already said, wow. I'm going to do this, and you prove to yourself that you can. Hmm. So the biggest thing there is literally setting up a trust factor within yourself, saying, I trust myself to do this, and I'm going to hold myself accountable. If I discipline. was able to do, yeah, literally, it's the biggest form of discipline. And with discipline, you can accomplish practically anything you want <clears throat> because it's out there. It's just a matter of the people doing it that right. is the hard part absolutely and a lot i mean you look at the the, the factor of, of discipline among amongst successful people yeah and a lot of them are able to master that yeah a lot of them are very disciplined and and don't get me wrong there's certainly a lot who are not there's certainly a lot who have vices yeah. there's certainly a lot who struggle as alcoholics or struggle as uh drug addicts or or you know they're addicted to food or you know there's everybody at the end of the day is human but with that being said, building a disciplined character can make you feel indestructible, yep. can make you feel like you can accomplish anything in life. Um, I'm going to bring it back to the question that Let's I wanted to pose to you it. and everybody listening. Do it. So now you guys have a background, a context of my vacation and how I was before I went and how I was after. Fuego, fuego, fuego. <laughs> That was the that was the song of the trip. Fuego, fuego, <laughs> fire, fire. Um, but the 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 way that I feel, and you guys can berate me if you want. You can laugh at me, or whatever. I feel guilty about going on vacation again, and and, and I feel like that that. Like, let me clarify that. Go Sorry. Ahead. Do you feel guilty for going on vacation that you already went on, or do you feel guilty about trying to take another one? If you so were to do so it. it's it, it would be a take, taking another one and okay. the reason the reason why I say that 
is because I've seen firsthand how difficult it can be. Mm -hmm. Mind you, I'm in a time in my life, just before I get into that, I'm in a time in my life where I'm trying to take take it to the next level in my of course. career. So to do that, especially, you know, in the industry I'm in, you know, it, it's very difficult to um, get yourself on the same page, you know, mentally, uh, confidence wise physically you know to, to be able to do that and like I told you guys everything intertwines for me so if I don't if I'm not eating right if I'm not working out I'm not confident about myself if right. I'm not confident about myself I'm not um, you know I'm not as successful at work because honestly you have to be confident in my line of work of course in, to be in on really, camera yeah and in, in any line of work really of if you want to be successful you have to be confident in if yourself you're perform it comes right. with confidence so I have a, in my opinion because I've set goals for myself in my life that by 27 for example I'm 25 now I want to be at this level I want to be making this amount of money I have a small margin for error and I feel like taking the trip I took Though I will never, ever feel guilty about that trip being in the books for me because it's memories and everything of course, else. Of course. I will feel, you know, hesitant mm -hmm. to book another one whenever that may come because I know how, 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 for me at least, and my personality, it took me a bit off the path. And it was hard work getting back on the path. And I'm still not fully there yet right. of where I need to be mentally and physically to get to the next level. So... For me, I would say, and I would look at it and I would pose the question right back to you is what if you took it in a way that you only allowed yourself to celebrate when you feel like you actually accomplished something? That's a very good one. So that's like, a very good solution. It's it's and I think that'll eliminate the guilt. And I this goes for anybody. Like whatever you guys enjoy in life, like as long as you set set one goal that you feel will be a good enough of a trade-off before you reward yourself, then you'll be able to feel good about doing it and you'll have a reason to actually keep up with that goal because you'll be looking forward to the reward afterwards, right? right? So it's in some way you're psychologically conditioning yourself to behave based off of rewards, which you want to kind of be careful with because yeah. you want to make sure that you're not only working hard when you're looking forward to something. Sure. So that that's that you have to find your balance there. But I think with something in particular like a vacation, right. I think it's feasible to be able to set a tangible goal and say, okay, when I hit X amount of dollars per month right. or when I hit X amount of this weight, like whatever the case is, right. you'll feel good about saying, but you have to make sure that when you come back, you know, it's not just going to be, oh, I already did that. I'm done. Right. Set, set your next goal right off the bat, like right. literally right off the bat. And it's funny you said that because now that I think about that, that notion more before I went, mm -hmm. I actually bared down as much as I did because I wanted to because give myself wanna... something to feel OK about of going course. vacation off of. You know, I wanted that. I wanted that 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 success factor like, yep. oh, I accomplished this in a month and a half. So now I can feel OK to go on vacation. And genuinely that could potentially work for people and as a long-term strategy because it gives you the balance that you need while still making the progression that you feel like you need to do right. so it's like if you can take your three steps forward within that 45 day mark that you had and you took one step back while you had your vacation you were still two steps ahead than where you were from when you started right so if you continuously do that from 
a year, two years, three years, five years in the lifeline, you're still going to be continuously progressing right. while also not depriving yourself of the things that you truly enjoy and love. Right. And it could be an illusion because right. you could be saying to yourself, well, I'm taking time out of my schedule that's technically away from my goals. Right. But what did I just do the two months prior? Mm -hmm. I worked my ass off yep. to get to that point where I could feel not guilty, be, you know, being on vacation. Mm -hmm. Um, there's other, it's not as simple as that. Cause I feel like there's other factors that of course. come into play, especially when you're on vacation that I think as a human being, I have to do better with myself being more in control when it comes to, okay, I'm not going to get three plates of food here, you know, or I'm not going to have that extra drink uh, the same because thing with me. what'll happen is you may feel unleashed on vacation, but it's only going to delay you in getting back in your groove when you come back. Right. You know, so so that's something I have to work on a lot because that's a that's a struggle of mine. Um, so for you on like while you were and I think this is something that the audience can benefit because th all of these things are ideological and theoretical. But we like to at least touch upon one practical thing or two practical things sure. that people can implement while they're home and they're dealing with these same type of struggles because we'd be lying if we said that we were the only people that go through this. Like at the end of the day, we're trying to be as relatable as we can. And we open up because these are real life problems. These right. are real life things that especially people who are on a journey to try to progress with whatever they're going for. These are things that people go through. So to you, before you were going on that vacation within those 45 days, did you have any practical things on a daily basis that you did, did that kept you in rhythm that like, made you always think about okay i need to do this i need to do that right so that's a good question i there was nothing in the sense that was like written down like okay. if i if i didn't do this for the day i'm gonna collapse like right. I'm, you know but at the same time i did create habits i like like uh every morning i would wake up and i would make a fruit and veggie uh smoothie and that would be my breakfast and then i would go to the gym and if those two things didn't happen i would feel off Gotcha. I would feel unaccomplished for the day. It would be a domino effect. And yep. then when I would go to work, I would just feel unmotivated. But on those days, I made sure to do those two things pretty much every day. Did you ever think about like the why behind it? Because I, I think this is so important. I think people <laughs> benefit from it so much. And it's like, you'll hear, uh, you'll hear me talking about it a lot. Like when you have a why behind something, the how is always possible. That's a good one. Like that, I genuinely believe that, that when you have a why behind what you're doing, the how is always possible and will always be found. And you'll you'll figure out a way to do it because you have such an, a motivator that you're going to say nothing is going to stop me because your why is so powerful. I agree with that. Unfortunately, in this particular circumstance, I think my why was very superficial. It's a vague why. So it was, it's it was not something that can hold you right. Yeah, it was sure. it was I didn't want to be the fat man on the beach. <laughs> that was honestly my why. That's fine. That no. was it. And that's all I had in my head. Going to the gym, eating healthy was God, I'm not gonna look bad on the beach. <laughs> I am not gonna be that guy. And I, I satisfied myself. I, I, I reached a point where yeah, you look good, man. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> first time you said anything. That's the first time. My bad. See, it was for the camera. That's why. No, I'm just kidding. Um, you know, it was funny because I was. I'm not in the best shape I've ever been in, in my life. But you feel good. I feel good. Good. I'm getting back to the best shape I've ever been in, in my life. And you know, again, it circles back to how this vacation beforehand 
it was my why, you know, mm-hmm. it was my why I used it to actually make me healthier, you know, for the time being beforehand. It, and, you know, I, I want to I think the reason you, you bringing that up brings up a good concept to talk about is that who the hell is the person who will determine that your why is the reason why you're doing something. And I don't know if I worded that appropriately, but basically it's like no one else has the ability or even any reason at all to be judgmental. Yeah. The authority to say, Oh, your why is vague or superficial. It's like, at the end of the day, if that's it's what motivates you, yeah, it's your why. It, it's literally yeah. your like it's not, no not, one not else. You, it's no one else's. No, why. it's not your mom's, not your dad's, not your sisters, not your dogs. Like it's it's your mm. why. So if that's what's gonna get you from point A to point B that you want to be at, who is there to tell you no? You know. So right. if it works for you, then it works for you. Don't let anybody else bring you down for it because at the end of the day, you'll be the one seeing the progression, and then they're gonna be like, I think you'll still surprise them. And be like, oh crap, they still did it. Right. Didn't matter what the reason was for it, you still got it done. Exactly. So it's like I think it's people. It's important for people to say that. So if that's your why, then that's your why. You right. know? And I think for what you were going for, that's an okay. Like that's a good why because yeah, yeah. it's it's what you wanted and you we talked about confidence being so important and that's what you wanted to be able because you weren't going to enjoy your own vacation, the money that you put into it. If you felt like you were going on the beach and not happy with the way you looked, because you're going to feel uncomfortable the entire time. Right. So it's like you satisfied your pleasure of what you needed for that right. moment. So, and normally vacations, at least personally for me, yeah. do do a couple of good things. A, they can do what I just explained. They get you in a better uh, state of mind, state of body before you go because you're working towards something usually. Not everybody. Some people just kind of continue hey, their, I'm going on vacation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they continue their bad habits before they continue their bad habits through. But they're always going to be like that. The, the people like that. who are like that are always going to be like that. They won't change, and that's right. fine. We're not talking to you guys. Sorry. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Had to be real. That's it. You're out. Shut <laughs> out. You're not, you're not supposed to listen to this. No. Click no. off now. If you're that type of person, you won't benefit from what we have to say. But coming back, right, um, you know, it, it also vacations do good for you in that you feel anxious to get back to work. Yes. Now, the only anomaly for me with this vacation, which I've never really experienced before, was when I got back, I didn't really feel anxious to get back to work. I kind of felt like I wanted to continue vacationing. And I'm unsure. I'm trying to pinpoint what the reason for that is. Mm -hmm. Now I want to get back to work a few days later. You know what I'm saying? But immediately getting back. When in other in past times, I would feel really ready to get down and dirty with the grind. I, di- I didn't feel that this time. Gotcha. And, I, and I honestly think and I love how this is all psychology right now. No, it's exactly what it is. But I honestly think that I may have grinded so hard mm-hmm. before I went that it felt so relieving <laughs> to <laughs> not grind and to relieve myself of all the pressures I put on myself uh, that I did on the trip. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the way I kind of conditioned myself that it delayed me in wanting to get back to real life and all the real pressures I put on myself and all the real expectations. That's very, very possible. And it might have been what happened. I do think, though, like as you came back and you forced yourself to get back to the gym, I think. And now, like you forced this podcast, you know, you set the time you 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 are doing you're starting to do the little things that were making you feel like, okay. I'm getting back into my groove. Right. You're going to feel much more comfortable again with getting to that P 
peak state of mind and right. where you were grinding. So it's like, mm. it takes time. It's nothing happens overnight. You can't switch from vacation mode to work mode like immediately. That's, that's, it's hard. And if you have that God given talent, God bless, or it might not be God given. It could have been literally practiced over years and years of being able to do that, but it's difficult. And if anybody tells you otherwise, they're lying straight to your face. But right. it, side note on that on that exact thing that JC saying just to corroborate that it's very smart to take a day in between because that's yes. something I didn't do. I came back and I went to work the next day, mm. and I will tell you that was not the right decision Mm-mm. because work I, will be miserable. Yeah, I was not. I was miserable. Yeah, I was depressed. Sure. I wasn't physically ready. I wasn't mentally ready. I showed up because at the end of the day, it's just who I am. Yeah. Like I, I, you know, to sit home and just take a day is not in me. But at the same time, I'm going to start working hard on doing that. And I think everybody else should. Yes. Because that one day transitioning from your your reality on vacation to your reality in real life mm-hmm. is needed. You 100%. need a transition day, even if it's just physically. Yeah. But you need that. No, it's the perfect opportunity to rewire your mind again. Right. Because it's, it's the same way how when you go on vacation, you shouldn't be thinking about work. Like it, it, it's important to be in the moment of where you're at. And again, you can't just switch over right off the bat, but it's, it's good. I think now you're, you're getting back to it. And I'm literally, I think by next Monday, today's Friday, you're going to be at a point where you're like, okay, I feel comfortable with where yeah, we're going. Yeah. And it's like, we're going to get back to everything you wanted. And at some point you're going to say, all right, maybe it's time for the next vacation, right? <laughs> you're going to feel much that, more. That feeling will come again eventually. Yeah, it, it Probably sometime in the summer. There you go. Just so. a few months away. Well, or maybe you, I can grind myself off. You maybe know, my you set the goal off. now. Set, set the, the goal. goal. That's, that's for you guys out there. Goal limitless. Boom. <laughs> in case you didn't know, for those of you who are new to the podcast, that, that is exactly what we're here about to show you that global opportunities are limitless. And all you got to do is set that goal. Um, it's an acronym in case you didn't catch that (laughs) (laughs) for the people who might not be quick with acronyms, but that's it. I think, I think genuinely it's, it's going to, you're now transitioning, but there's a lot of little things that you can do to keep yourself on that. For me, genuinely, I see waking up in the morning and I don't know if for some people this works, but like I have a whiteboard in my room. That's not normal. (laughs) It's becoming more normal. I think, I think that more people now have that. Yeah. Write their goals on for the day. Exactly. So I literally, I have that on my board and when I wake up in the morning, I see my exact weight that I want to go from to where I want it to be, you know, from where I'm at, I see exactly how many clients I want to land. And I see the little things like read a book, et cetera, that I need to do. And it's like waking up and like, and looking at that, it smacks you right in the face. Right. You're like, so it puts you already to remind you why you're doing it. Right. And and like what you're meant to do for that day to get you closer to that goal. Um, So I know it sounds cliche. I know it sounds corny, but for some people and for me, and I don't know if it'll work for you, but definitely try it out. Write it down. Write down what you want to see to get you back. Yeah, I did it, that for the new year, at like back in January when it just turned 2019. I I wrote down everything I wanted to accomplish yep. in 2019. Yep. And I'm adding to that list every time I think of something, mm-hmm. even a person, somebody I want to network with. You it could be meet. anything. I write it down because I'm going to force myself to do all of those things yep. by the time that any, and the results with each one may not be up to my liking, mm-hmm. but that's not the point. The point is I'm going to do it. The point is I'm going to make myself do it. Exactly. Like that's, that's it. And it's a matter of doing it and then seeing, seeing it in front of you helps. Right. Cause I don't know what it is, but 
you can try electronically. You can try setting a reminder, and maybe that is what you have to do for some people. Um, or you take that written one and then use that as a foundation to set little reminders throughout the day for the little smaller tasks that you need to do. Like at twelve o'clock, Siri, remind me to go to the gym. Like <laughs> some people, no, for real, some yeah. people need that little kick in the butt, and it's yeah. just a reminder to show them. Um, so that's one thing you can do is literally just start writing it down. Um, on the opposite end of that. So you should do that in the morning at night, reflect back on your day, like take five minutes, whether you do it mentally or you write it down also, but take five minutes and ask yourself, did I do something to bring me closer to that goal? Yeah. And you're going to realize and guilt shouldn't be a motivator, but obviously it naturally it is. It's like, you're going to feel guilty if you didn't go to the gym that day and you're going to be like, crap, I let myself down. And every time you let yourself down, it's one more moment where you're losing that trust that we talked about within yourself to accomplish the things that you need. But every day that you actually can reflect back and say, yes, I did do that. I did go to the gym. I did read my 10 pages. You get a little boost of confidence, literally like that little boost of confidence that puts you to that next step where you're like, you're going to continue it. And that's where the habits are built that you were talking about. You built those habits, like the veggie smoothie and the fruit smoothie in the morning in the gym. And it's like, every time you did it, you felt good. You realized the benefits and you wanted to do it again. You do it again and do it again until it just becomes second nature. So for me, I think start your day with realizing what your goal, what your goals are and the why behind it. And then end your night with reflecting back. If you can't do it, like do it literally while you're sleeping. If you need to like, just go, go about it in your brain. (laughs) Just think about it while you're sleeping. Not while you're sleeping. I'm sorry. While you're in bed trying to go to sleep. That doesn't make sense. Damn, you got some skills. (laughs) This man is doing thinking while he's (laughs) I mean, he's doing conscious thinking while, he's while sleeping. I'm sleeping. Yeah, no, that wasn't the best phrase. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I, I genuinely like and there's so many other things that we can talk about in terms of keeping up with that mental state that you need. But try those two things first to you, to, to the audience. And we'll we'll dive deeper. And right now I know we're like around the 45 minute mark um, for the podcast. If you stayed with us for this long, thank you. We appreciate it. And we hope you've gotten some value from it, um, so far, but I think maybe for one of the few next ones, we'll come out with a whole five set list of what you can actually implement, but start with these two. You'll realize a big difference just in yourself and what you're doing daily to be able to keep yourself in that mental state and come back from what you need to. With that being said, JC is my new therapist. (laughs) And, uh, I think that you guys learned a lot today. I did, and uh, we'll see you next time. For the Sounds goal, good. I'm Anthony Carlo. That's JC Polonia. Peace.